Welcome to Jesus Has Left the Building, where we hear from guests all over the country who have been engaging in creative, bold, and fluid outside the box, I mean outside the church building ministry, that has inspired us to think outside the box and outside the church building too. This is the Jesus Has Left the Building podcast, where ministers, activists, scholars, authors, liturgy makers, where God's beloved community has left the building too, with Marta and Mandy. Hey, listeners. We are so excited to share with you our new season. It's been a little stretch, Marta. We've had a little stretch. It has been a little stretch, and I miss Mandy so much because she lives in Kansas. And I know, you know that's so, very far away from me. Right. So we have been in our two separate states. Well, I've been here in Lindsborg, Kansas, for um, about a year and a half. And Marta, you've been in Fort Collins for almost a year now, right? Almost one year. I can't believe it. I know time flies when you're having fun and also time flies when you're not having fun, but we have been having fun. We've been having fun making new connections and um, meeting new people and doing new things. And so we thought it would be super cool to share some of those connections with our podcast community. So we're calling our new season Altered States. Get it? Because we have altered our states. We're in different states. And so now we're sharing our new states and our new communities with you. We are in these altered states. And it has, you know, Mandy has been in her place in her new home for a year and a half. And I have been here for a year. And boy, has it been a transition of um, creating community um, in our ministry areas and also just creating our nests, our, our spaces in our homes um, that that feel like feel, that feel like home, right? And it's uh, hard. It is hard. So yeah, I mean, it's been both fun and also super hard right. to, uh, to to find those spaces. So we thought it would be an interesting process to find people to have conversations with because. Uh, not only does it build relationships in our new altered spaces, but it, we also just get to know the, the area in a little bit different of a way and what is meaningful to this context, like to my context and to Mandy's context and how those different places might be a little bit different or a little bit the same and what, what matters to the community. Um, I think that was um, sort of what I was investigating in finding people um, to have conversations with. Yeah, and I think it's been really interesting to to find people. You know, we were really well connected when we were both in Colorado Springs. Like I had been in Colorado Springs for seventeen years. Marta, you had been there for what twelve like or thirteen? Almost 15. Yeah. So um, a long, long time, we knew people, we knew what people were up to. We were um, well connected in the progressive community, in the faith community, all of that kind of thing, and kind of had a good handle on what people were up to. And it's been interesting to be the new kid in town, right? And to um, explore what people are doing. And I, I found like, there are people who are doing really great work 
in Kansas. Some of it is very similar to the same kinds of things that people were doing in Colorado Springs. And there's also people who are doing like radically new and different things, which is also super cool. Yeah, what what I have found is so much of the work that happens within a community is it's so contextual and geographical, right? And so we're in Northern Colorado over here in Fort Collins and we're close to Wyoming, which means we're close to reservations. And then there's so much agriculture also. And so we have less of a black community and a much bigger Hispanic community while being predominantly white. And so that has been sort of a shift for me to figure out where where the important work happens and what um, what humans need in this space, right. like what are the most important places to advocate for um, for people, and it it's just just a slightly different than what I'm used to. And of course, as we go through this season, like I'm already thinking about, like I've already learned so much more about this community, even since the interviews that we have done. Uh, like housing is a big deal in Fort Collins because it's, it's an expensive place to live. And so homelessness and housing insecurity looks way different than it does in a large city or an inner city um, than, than it does here. It's much more hidden, but the work still needs to be done. So it, it looks different. Yeah, yeah, it's super interesting. So um, just a little rundown for for our community. Um, we, Martin and I have both chosen some people who we wanted to communicate with, to talk with, to bring to you, to hear their stories. So from Kansas, you are going to hear from Kansas Interfaith Action. And um, you'll hear specifically from Moti Reber and Rachel Pryor. Rachel was one of my very first connections when I came to Kansas, a UCC minister, um, and Moti is a rabbi here in Kansas, and they are doing um, work with legislation. They um, do all kinds of lobbying for progressive values in Kansas, and um, Kifa, Kansas Interfaith Action, is an awesome organization that is doing like really ground, um, grassroots, um, deep, interesting work, trying to affect change right where um, it is happening in Topeka, our capital. So um, I'm excited to share their work with you. Um, and then you're gonna hear from Amy K. Pavlovich, who is right here in Lindsborg. She is the owner and operator of our fair trade store in downtown Lindsborg. It's called Connected. Amy K. is also a UCC minister. She serves um, an ELCA congregation um, Lutheran congregation here in the area, but also owns this fair trade store. And her story is super interesting and great. And she's just like this amazing local, like I call her the town's pastor. Um, I love the work that she's doing. And then a little bit of an expansion, Martin and I both chose one um, person who's outside of our state, but who is in our new community. So mine was um, Reverend Lori Walkie, who is in Oklahoma City. And she and several other people 
have um, recently brought up a lawsuit against a school, um, a private Catholic school that is trying to receive um, federal funding for their institution. And um, Lori and some other people of faith have brought up this lawsuit against them, really challenging the separation of church and state um, and talking about why that is so important, even for a person of faith. So um, I'm super excited about my selections. Um, Marta, do you want to talk a little bit about your selections? Yeah. So uh, one of the things that I am deeply interested in is in the way that the mainline churches are getting creative um, in this moment in time. And so there's a couple here in Fort Collins that I really wanted to hear from more deeply. And so the first one is um, ministers Melissa and Wendy from Heart of the Rockies. Um, Heart of the Rockies is a Disciples of Christ Church, and they basically in the last couple of years have given away their land wealth and um, are building low-income housing um, where their church is um, connected to that community on the same land and um, is in relationship with those communities. And so you're going to hear a little bit more deeply about how that church has done that and why they've done that and um, sort of the vision around that particular community, which I think is, is brilliant. Um, and then we are going to hear from Felicia, who is the pastor of St. Paul's Episcopal here in Fort Collins. And this Episcopal Church is part of a 301 partnership. So there are three congregations um, living in the same building, a Lutheran church and a progressive um, Catholic church. Um, and so we are going to hear from them and how they are living into their separate, separate congregations and how they are um, also in collaboration and ministry together in that same space which I think is really cool. St. Paul's Episcopal actually sold their building. And, um, and so now they're thinking about creative ways to use that, those resources um, for different things other than maintaining a building, which I think is brilliant. And I wanted to hear their story on how they did that. Um, another group is um, Queen and Princess. Queen is here in Fort Collins, Princess in Denver, and they are, um, they do advocacy work for the Black community locally and in Denver. But the other cool thing about this is that Queen, um, it leads um, an organization called New Eyes Village, which is a progressive Black community, faith, um, faith Black community here in Fort Collins, which there is not really any Thing other um, than this community. And this community actually right now is living in Plymouth. Um, so they meet at our church a couple of times a week. Uh, and if you know anything about Fort Collins, there uh, is a very small Black community here um, overall. The ratio of, um, of, of African-American people is super duper low, lower than I've ever experienced before. And so it's very awesome to have them um, within the Plymouth community. And then finally, this is our outsider, but not super outside. Um, there's Lisa from Buffalo Youth Nation Project. So in November, um, Plymouth really wanted to get some stories of, um, of native communities 
in order to counter sort of our traditional Thanksgiving story, right? And so actually one of our members, Joyce Devaney, who um, one of her last projects on our outreach and mission um, board was to identify a native community that can come and talk to Plymouth and teach us about this organization and also do our share of the plate, which means that all of our loose offerings in November would go to the Buffalo Youth Nation Project. And what's so special about this is that Lisa was able to come in November and talk to our forum group um, and also receive some funds from our Share the Plate offering. And Joyce ended up um, leaving this world for the next on December 25th, 2023. So we were super thrilled to have Lisa come on and um, tell more about her story, story especially in honor of, of Joyce. And so uh, I think because Fort Collins is in Northern Colorado and so close to Wyoming um, and to um, reservation work, it felt important to connect with those organizations. And that's also something a little bit new as, um, as I've moved up into this part of the world. Yeah, so um, we are super excited to share these stories with you. Um, our plan is to have episodes released on Fridays. So keep your ears and your eyes open. Make sure you are following us on our Facebook page. Check out our website, jhltb.com. And you will have access to um, some uh, additional information, resources, that kind of thing. Be sure to follow us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts so that you can be alerted whenever a new episode gets dropped. We are super excited to share Altered States with you. If you like what you heard, please give the podcast a five-star rating and review. Also, consider supporting the podcast at patreon.com backslash jhltb. This podcast is made possible by the Rocky Mountain Conference of the United Church of Christ Tributary Fund. Find us on Facebook and Instagram and message us to learn how you can be part of this effort to tell stories, have conversations, build relationships, and follow Jesus out of the church and into the world.